Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are really excited today to get to talk to another Hallmark publishing writer. This is so exciting to get to talk to Jenny Martz. And I love talking with the writers. Thank you so much, Jenny, for coming on the podcast. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So what we like to do when we have guests is, is ask you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about how you got started as a writer. Uh, well, I'm Jenny Martz, and um, I write several different genres. So I write cozy mystery, I write Western romance, um, I write sweet romance, small town, I write some hockey romance. Um, and I guess my my whole thing is kind of small town romance with quirky characters. And uh, I I forgot the rest of the question. Oh, when, how did I... Wait, so did you always write growing up? Oh and, yeah, and... oh yeah, how I became a writer. Um, so yes, I always loved writing. I had a bazillion journals that had a lot of um, really great stories and a lot of song lyrics about oh. all of the boys that I was in love with, I'm sure. <laughs> so a little poetry. Um, and yes, I always... And even more than that, I always have this, I always had this imagination of like, when I would see something or hear something, I would always make up this entire backstory of how these people got together or how um, I can remember, I was just telling my husband the other day that, that I remember finding this necklace. I grew up on a farm and I remember finding this old necklace in the dirt and I had the biggest like backstory of where this necklace came from the whole history like just this whole crazy thing but I ended up when I turned 40 um I my kids were getting ready to leave um for college and I did that kind of 40 year old life look when you kind of look at what you've been doing and what's coming next and I always wanted to pursue this writing a book dream and so I just went for it and did it and I joined um Romance Writers of America and Pike Speak Writers, so a couple of writing community um, groups in my town, and just really buckled down and went to conferences and learned as much as I could, and here I am, and just, 27 books published later. <laughs> that's amazing. So you just sent in uh, manuscripts, unagented, uh, when is, is that you got your first book um, published? So. I actually, um, my first book is called Another Saturday Night and I Ain't Got Nobody. And it's kind of a cozy mystery romance. And it was my true, like book of my heart, you know, this mm -hmm. book club that yeah. solves mysteries and has, eats really great desserts. Um, <laughs> but I actually went to writing conferences and I, the way I got my agent and my editor was networking in person um, mm -hmm. and pitching live to editors. And that first book was actually indie published. And then my second book tucked away was the one that um, was traditionally published. And at this point I've had four different traditional publishers. So that's great. That's great. Yeah. So uh, how did you get so interested in cowboys? You got a lot of cowboy books. <laughs> I do have a lot of cowboy books. Um, so I grew up on a farm. I'm originally from Kansas. I live in Colorado now, um, but I grew up on a farm, loved horses, still love horses. Um, just love all animals. You know, a lot of this stuff in my books comes from real life um, 
you know, just moments when I talk about, you know, my dad is the one that taught me that you have work boots and church boots and, you know, good boots and, you know, rough boots. And so um, I think it's just kind of came naturally. And I just love small towns. I love small towns as much as I love the whole cowboy life and the whole Western life. I also love the small town life and the Mm -hmm. community Mm -hmm. and. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you mentioned you've done cozy mysteries. Uh, are are those real different to write than the romances? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so yes, they are. Both of them have the same, you know, they both have a story structure to them and they both have, um, you know, you want to show growth and character growth, but with the romance, you don't have to layer in clues and red herrings and suspects and there's a lot of rules that go along with the cozy mystery and how soon you have to show the suspects and readers do not want to have you know chapter 18 all of a sudden this new character gets introduced and then they're the killer right so right there's kind of some different kinds of rules yeah so are you a pantser or plotter you probably have to be a plotter uh with the with the mysteries So that's a fun question because I used to be a total pantser. Um, Just, I didn't even know I was plotting, scared me to death. Um, But then when I was writing, you know, four to six books, well, I still write four books a year, but um, when I was writing six books a year, I knew that I, I had so many deadlines back to back that I have to plot now. Otherwise I don't have time to be a pantser. So I consider myself now a planter. I do plot out the basics of the story but there's a lot of things that still surprise me or that still happen that I figure out as I go Mm -hmm. so how do you come up with your characters do you uh, base it on people you know or do you try to avoid that I know some authors do and some don't um I would say that there are glimpses of people that I know. I have a lot of quirky, sassy, spunky old ladies in my books. And I was really close to both of my grandmas. And my husband and I actually had all of our grandparents, all eight of them alive for the first 10 years of our marriage. Wow. So our kids like knew their great grandparents and he had spunky grandmas too. So I just love, I think Older women have so much wisdom and so much fire and feistiness Uh like below the surface that you don't know unless you listen or unless you hang out with them. And so I, I think my grandmas show up a lot, um, in my feisty old ladies. Um, and I don't know, there's probably a little of me in a lot of my characters, but some of them are just totally made up off the, off the cuff. What do your family think of your books? Do they get a kick out of it? Oh yeah. 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 My dad, my stepmom, my mom, they, a couple of my sisters, they read every single book. Um, my mom and my dad, my stepmom, they've read every single thing that I've written. And, um, so yeah, they all, they all get a kick out of it. My sister is a published author. So we have that kind of in our, our, uh, that experience in our family. She's had um, uh, picture books and then a graphic novel. And then now oh. it's her first novel this uh, August. We're really excited about it. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
All right. Uh, let's see. So how did you get started writing for homework publishing? How did that happen? <laughs> um, well, kind of a funny story. So I had pitched this book to Stacy Donovan, who is the ed editor at Hallmark. And I had pitched this story about that was essentially a female mechanic, a male chef, and they had both inherited this garage. And she thought it was going to be a garage. She thought it was going to be a restaurant from this, from his grandpa. Uh -huh. And I didn't hear anything. You know, I pitched it through my agent, didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything. And RWA was in Denver. And my whole goal for the entire conference, three-day conference, because whenever you go to a conference as a writer, you always have to have a goal. Like, who mm -hmm. am I looking for? Who am I going to try to talk to? What am I going to say if I get a chance to meet them? So my whole goal for that conference was to find Stacey Donovan and find a way to nonchalantly bring up, hey, I sent you a mm -hmm. proposal. <laughs> so I didn't see her, didn't see her. The last day of conference, I was lost. My friend and I were lost. We were trying to make it to a workshop. We got lost. We got on this weird elevator that we had no idea where we were. And Stacey Donovan stepped onto the elevator. And I was no just like, oh my way. gosh, this is my chance. <laughs> So she got off and I got off on the same floor as her. And I said, oh, hi, Stacey. Uh, I'm Jenny Martz and I pitched you the story, blah, blah, blah. And she said, well, I have to tell you that female mechanics are a hard no. Why? And I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I guess uh, Hallmark just didn't. And I don't know whether they still are, but years ago, you know, several years ago. Yeah. Um, so I think funny. it's kind of too hard to do with the movies or I don't know. So I said, well, I'd love to send you a new proposal. Um, you know, what would be your dream proposal, blah, blah, blah. And I said, and what are your hard no's? And she said, well, right now our hard no's are female mechanics, male chefs, any kind of inheritance and reality shows. <laughs> and I was like, well, I just hit the trifecta what? of the hard no proposal that I sent you. <laughs> That's so, so weird. What? <laughs> yeah. So That's that one hilarious. didn't fly, but she did. We did come up with an idea for a romance writer, a timid romance writer uh -huh. who meets the, basically the hero of her book. And I yeah. pitched that story to her and it actually, so you pitched at the time, Cowboy Ever After first, I pitched Cowboy Ever After first. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And at the time, um, they were a little hesitant on cowboys. Um, it was a different uh, management at the time. And so I was with my friend walking around, like literally right by my house is this living history museum. If anyone has ever been to Garden of the Gods in Colorado Springs, Colorado, there is this little living history museum as part of Garden of the Gods. And we were walking around it and I'm talking to my writer friend going, I have to come up with another idea for Hallmark. And she said, Jenny, we're walking through a Hallmark movie right here. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so Rescuing Harmony Ranch was born and there is a blacksmith over there. And I went and sat with him for a couple nice. of hours and he taught me stuff about blacksmithing. And there really is two muskrats in that pond and there's a little pond and there's a cow, a Jersey cow named Pumpkin over there. So <laughs> Were you always a big Hallmark fan? Is that why you're interested in particularly working with them? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I love Hallmark and I love what they stand for. And I love this sweet story. And I 
I, you know, as a romance writer, I believe in happily ever afters. Mm-hmm. And I believe that everybody deserves love and everybody yeah. should find love and total, all that's happy stuff. Yeah, told me. <laughs> I totally believe all that. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Calling all hardies, you will not want to miss Unfailing Love, a charming companion novel to the Hallmark TV show, When Hope Calls. This new book by Jeanette Oak and Laurel Oak Logan explores the backstory and additional plot lines not seen in the show as children go missing and the future of the children's home is put in question. Get 40% off and free shipping at bakerbookhouse.com when you purchase Unfailing Love or any of the When Hope Calls novels with promo code When Hope Calls. That's 40% off at bakerbookhouse.com. Promo code When Hope Calls. This is a total tangent, but I had to ask. I saw in your bio that you're a big Survivor fan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and this, the finale. I am tonight. a huge Survivor fan too. <laughs> So I I've just, seen every single solitary show. Yeah. So do you have a favorite season and player? Oh, Gil. I know. Hard question. I know that is a hard question because literally I have never missed an episode. Mm-hmm. Like I, as a, I'm a diehard fan from the very, very beginning, yeah. gosh, you know, I love, you know, who I loved so much was, I really think his name was Eric. The one who gave up all of his like, oh, gave yeah, up the yeah, idol yeah. and then got voted out the ice yeah. cream scooper. Um, I loved him. Yeah, that was Micronesia. Yeah, yeah. I loved Colby from the very beginning. I loved Colby, Oh yeah, which of course, you know, what was Colby? The cowboy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think my favorite season is probably Kageon or Heroes versus Villains. Uh, either one oh. of those were great. I thought. So many. Tony's just so Robin fun to Amber's watch. Amber's love story, like, wasn't that so fun that Robin yeah. and oh, Amber, yeah. like, met there? And, yeah. yeah, but so. All Stars is so unpleasant to watch, though. That <laughs> I, I feel like that's there. That's the only really good thing about that season. It's yeah. so mean. I love it so much. So my husband is a big hockey guy and he played hockey. My kids played hockey. That's why I write hockey stuff. Uh-huh. I was a hockey mom. So the Stanley Cup playoffs are going on. They abs the Colorado avalanche are in the playoffs and the game is tonight so we're like kind of fighting over who's gonna actually get so I may not be able to get to see the finale of survivor tonight I might have to wait till tomorrow yeah I just love watching Tony I think he's so funny and entertaining and great (laughs) that's awesome uh, it's it's such a great show it's oh yeah I love it someday I hope to meet Jeff Probst yeah, that would be fun. I used I have been, to want to be on. Yeah. Like, have you ever thought about trying out audition? I well, I would be pretty terrible. I I get pretty emotional if I'm like hungry and tired, and I, I think I would be a very bad player. But um, I am a pretty good swimmer, so I think I would do okay at the challenges. But um, oh. I've I've never actually like really thought about applying because I just think I would be so bad at it. <laughs> I really wanted to apply, but I think I would be, I would be emotional the other way. Like I don't necessarily get emotional when I'm hungry, but I just would be so sad if someone was like, we don't like you. And I wouldn't be able to watch it afterwards. I would cry all the time. They would be like, we got to get that crying. And I'm not that great of a swimmer. (laughs) I'm Um, probably pretty good at puzzles. I don't know. Yeah. I'm okay at puzzles. Uh, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I would. And I, I get, I develop very quick relationships with people and I would have a hard time with 
just the whole game of it. I really would. But. I'm a great armchair survivor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although they're they're kind of ruining it with so many bonuses and and uh, idols and it's just like just let them play the game, please. Uh, I love how they change it up all the time. I think that's <laughs> half the fun of it, where Jeff will just be like, and now for the first time in Survivor history, it's just too many. You know, like one person shouldn't have like four advantages and an idol. You know, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. But anyway, as a little side uh, side uh, track, sure. my when I originally started this podcast, my um, I'm a member of Rob has a podcast, their pa- Patreon group for Rob's sister Nino, who's a Survivor player, and he does recaps and stuff. And um, I met my original co-host of the show because we were both big survivor fans and we both were members of Rob has a podcast. And so, uh, I don't know. I just always have a special place in my heart for, uh, for Rob has a podcast and for, um, survivor. Cause it kind of got me on the whole podcast, um, bandwagon. So oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Rescuing Harmony Ranch. You talked about the fact that it's about this kind of living museum and you have Jocelyn and Mac, as uh, sort of a second chance romance. And I was just wondering if that's like a, a tricky relationship to write. Second chance romance. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah. I love second chance romance. Yeah. I love it. Um, well, so with Hallmark, um, as we know, it's sweet romance. Right. So, you know, we don't usually get the kiss until like almost the very, very end. Um, so second chance isn't quite as important as in some of my other, some of my other cowboy romance is a little steamier. I'm going right. to put that little caveat out there <laughs> that if you go pick up some of my, you know, my rescue horse rescue books, they yeah. are a little steamier. So with the second chance romance, it's much easier to have them fall in love in a week if they already right. like, used to love each other, or they used <laughs> to have a relationship versus just insta love. So, yeah. and I just love second chances. And so I, I love that, um, mm. you know, Second yeah chance. and you did have a, a spunky grandma i did a couple Rush of Green. them yeah yeah that was fun that was fun uh all right well and and we did an episode of our romance reading wrap-up on Re- rescuing harmony ranch we both me and brie we both enjoyed it so i'll put a link if people want to listen to that they can uh in the description but uh but cowboy ever after is the new book it's very exciting and uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Um, Cowboy Ever After is, gosh, I, I should have brought the cover. I should have um, should have had the cover here with me. Um, it is a Kaylee Collins is a shy city girl. Well, timid more than shy um, city girl. And she writes Western romance, but she has never been on a farm or around a cowboy and her readers are starting to notice. So she lives in Chicago and her editor says, hey, you got to get some experience with cowboys and horses. And I just happened to have a ranch that I grew up on and a handsome brother. No, she didn't say handsome, but <laughs> my brother is going to, you know, have you on, uh, spend a week at the ranch and learn about horses. And my brother's going to teach you. So her brother is Luke Montgomery, who just happens to be the spinning image of Duke Ramsey, the 
hero, the hero of Kaylee's books. Yeah. And so she gets her pudgy corgi, which, oh my gosh, I love Gladys so much. I had so much fun with Gladys, the pudgy corgi. And she puts her in the car and they drive to Montana to this ranch and she meets Luke for the first time and accidentally calls him Duke. And (laughs) they just, Luke is a widow and his wife died and it's been, I think, five or six years. And so he just feels like he already had his happily ever after. And he thinks that his sister is sending this, you know, kind of highfalutin, um, fancy pants author. Yeah. <laughs> and he is quite surprised by Kaylee and how she just sort of throws herself into every challenge. And Kaylee's heroine in her books is a woman named Sassy Scott. And so when she's nervous, her editor says, well, just channel Sassy and ask yourself, what would Sassy do? And try to act like what Sassy would do. So she kind of gets inspiration from her character and tries to act like Sassy. And so that's part of how she throws herself into. Yeah. That was, was a it, very long summary. Was it fun? <laughs> no, you did great. Was it fun <laughs> writing about an author? That seems like. Oh that yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love doing that. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of of uh, like Nims Island or, you know, or Ransom the Stones, those kinds of stories about, you know, sort of the skittish authors. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, and I do, I really liked the uh, Sassy Scott and Duke Ramsey. Those, I, those were really fun names. Uh, so <laughs> I had, how did you come up with those names? Oh, gall. Um, <laughs> so I do this thing when I have to come up names are hard you would not believe how long it takes to come up with names yeah um and not use and I've written 30 books so I Mm -hmm. have to come up with names that I haven't used before and then you have to come up with names that like is not someone that you know not someone in your family Mm -hmm. and I have a big family so it takes out a lot of names um so a lot of times I'll look at like how old the character is and then I'll go search like um, names from the 90s and I'll go through and look and look and look Um, I am a big fan of the Duke so John Wayne is a personal favorite of mine yeah so I do love John (laughs) so I thought Duke would be kind of fun for and I wanted the names to rhyme yeah so I wanted Duke to rhyme that's good Um, and sassy I have for those of you that read me i my horse rescue series my credence horse rescue series um is set in a small town in colorado and there is an ant sassy so there's another sassy out there somewhere so um that's kind of a fun easter egg or crossover Mm -hmm. or whatever that was that's kind of fun yeah yeah uh so did you what did your agent think of how you wrote uh faye as a character did you have her read it (laughs) what'd you think (laughs) Um, I don't know. I never even asked her about that. <laughs> I never really even asked her about I will have to ask yeah, her what she thought about that. Would be or funny. see if she has a ranch. I don't think she has a ranch, but <laughs> she does. <laughs> She's to hook people up with yeah. it. <laughs> um, I really like Luke. He was hunky, he was sweet, he was sensitive, he was wounded kind of everything you want and sort of your cowboy, I think it's good. Yeah. 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 I like Luke too. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I thought that they had good chemistry. You had a lot of sort of scenes of like, wow, she's so good looking in that, like <laughs> getting off that horse or getting on that, like where they were just kind of like, whoa, <laughs> which was fun. I enjoyed that. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted them. To, I wanted you to feel their chemistry. They needed yeah. to have some chemistry. Which was important because you needed to feel it since it's such a short courtship. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, I enjoyed all of the rodeo events, uh, and the, like the food and I, have you like been to rodeos? Jesus kind of thing, you know, so you could kind of go off of that. Oh, sure. Yeah. So like I said, I grew up in a small town, so I'm, I'm originally from Manhattan and Washington, Kansas. Um, but my parents got divorced when I was a kid and we moved to Colorado with my mom. So when we were with my dad, we were on the farm. When we were with my mom, we were in Colorado. So I kind of got the best of like, I got city world and country world. Um, but when my, and I met my husband at Colorado state university in, um, Fort Collins. And when we graduated, we moved to this small town in Montana called Fort Benton. And for my husband was the lead river ranger. He's a park ranger and he was the lead river ranger on the upper Missouri river. And so when you go to Fort Benton, Montana, you are driving down the highway towards between Great Falls and Haver. And you literally just drive off the side of the road, what it feels like and down into this valley, just like what it is with Bartlett. So Bartlett is very much mm. inspired by, based on uh, Fort Benton, Montana, and you mm. drive down the, the main street and there's the river on one side and there is the price, right? There is the grocery store. And that's where we, we really did have summer celebration there. That was mm -hmm. something we had every year. We had a street dance there every year. Um, so yeah. it's kind of a, you know, between Washington, Kansas, which is also a town of 1200 people ish and Fort Benton, Montana, which is a town of about 1200 ish people. A lot of my small towns are kind of a mesh of those two <laughs> towns. Where where did you come up with the chicken races? I've never heard of that one. <laughs> oh. So that's a real thing at um so so for those of us who live in Kansas, we like to go to um Branson, Missouri to go to Silver Dollar City and <laughs> Dolly Parton has Dolly Parton stampede there. And I went there with my husband and my kids and they actually got picked to go do the chicken races. And that's a real thing. Dolly oh Parton came up with it. Yes. So it's that Dolly Parton stampede and my kids got picked out of the crowd, my two sons, when they were like seven and nine <laughs> and to chase these chickens. And it was little kids though. So uh -huh. we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode. And that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. How do you come up with Bear as a character? 
So I don't know. I also like grouchy, grumpy men too. Yeah. Like old, like grouchy, grumpy old men who are just soft <laughs> at heart, you know? So yeah, I'm with and you I there. Hope you really kind of saw him in your, did you like my description of Hagrid's yeah. grandpa? Yeah. It was really good. And yeah, I'm with you there. I love movies like Up and Gran Torino and yeah. um, things like that. Grumpy old yeah. men. <laughs> I just like like grouchy old guys who really have a heart of gold on the inside yeah. and you just have to, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh-huh. I laughed the whole scene with the raccoon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> And that was all just, I've never actually had an experience with a raccoon in my kitchen before. So, well, that's good because raccoons <laughs> are, they travel in circles. And so once they feed at a certain spot, they'll keep coming back and back and back. Well, we have them in our backyard. Ooh, so they're not good. We, never feed them. I, never feed raccoons no. ever. No. <laughs> I live in Colorado and I live on the outskirts of Colorado Springs. So we have bobcats, like just walk oh down the street. Gosh. We have bears that we have to keep our trash inside. So the bears don't get it. And I have raccoons in my yard all the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's intense. Uh, I laughed also at the bat, her bad date with the uh, man with the ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, and that totally came out of my imagination. I don't know where that, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> well, that's good that it wasn't a real bad date. No, it was not a real bad date. <laughs> um, so she says that she wants to do what Sassy would do throughout the book. And so I was curious, do you ever think of your characters that way? Like, I'm going to approach this, whatever, the way that oh, like my one of my characters would, would do. Um, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> I should say yes and come up with a really great story for that. But um, <laughs> no, I think I, Yeah. no, I, I think it's more maybe like I would put into my character something I wish I was brave enough to do mm. or, um, you know, give them an adventure or something that I wish I could yeah. have, or, uh, you know, I don't escapist. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That maybe. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we like to end with some fun, silly questions. Not that the previous oh, haven't also been silly, but here we go. The first is what is the best ice cream flavor? Chocolate chip cookie dough. Oh yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite color? Sky blue, pink which means I love teal and I love pink and I can't decide. And I have a really hard time making choices. And so if I, if there's chocolate and vanilla, I will always take swirl. And if, oh yeah. Well, yeah. See, so you're difficult with a, like Aurora and her dress, whether they're blue yeah. or pink. <laughs> you yeah, exactly. So sometimes my favorite color is teal. Sometimes it's pink. So <laughs> blue pink is my favorite color. It's made up color, but it works for me. Hey, there you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what music are you into? Um, so I love pink. Funny that we were just mm -hmm. talking about pink. Um, I like a lot of pop. I like some country. Um, I like a little blues sometimes. I'll tell you something a little funny about my writing process 
is a lot of people talk about like what kind of music they listen to um, when they're writing. And I tried to listen to all different music, but I end up like listening to the words or, you know, trying to sing along because I love yeah. singing along to the music. And so I tried to listen to like piano instrumental. Like I need to listen to music with no words so I don't get caught up in the lyrics. So I would listen to piano instrumental and I would find that I was just typing really slow because I was kind of typing along with the beat or the tempo of the music. So I changed and what I write to, no joke, is bluegrass instrumental. Nice. So like dueling pianos is like one of my favorite things to write to, Orange Blossom Special. And because the music is so fast and it's all this banjo, ding, 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 like I just start typing really fast because I'm trying to keep up. That's funny. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, they say that about like the old pirate shanties and everything, the different, um, or sailor, I guess, shanties, that the the beats were part of the reason why they would sing those songs is because they could get more work done if they had like a percussive beat. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's so it. bluegrass instrumental is like my favorite thing to yeah. write to because I write faster to keep up with the banjo. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. All right, next is what is your go-to date night food? Or lately, we've been saying what is your DoorDash order? Oh, <laughs> well, um, you live all out there. Uh, I know, right? So our favorite, I guess, our date night favorite is Texas Roadhouse. We love a good filet mignon. Mm. Um, but for getting food delivered, so my most favorite food in the world is macaroni and cheese. I just love macaroni and cheese. So if there's ever an opportunity where macaroni and cheese is available and real macaroni, like the classic macaroni and cheese, none of this business with, you know, buffalo chicken in it and heaven forbid. Oh, I'll tell you something funny with Stacy. So my first book, Rescuing Harmony Ranch, we wanted a recipe with macaroni and cheese in it, right? And Stacy sent me a recipe that had avocado in the macaroni and cheese. And I was like, okay, you're from California. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys put avocado in everything. But in Colorado, we might put some, you know, bacon in it. <laughs> so we laugh about that avocado macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I'm like, we're not doing that. Um, yeah, I, I don't, don't know what our favorite. Door I don't picture the characters in rescuing Harmony Ranch with like pulling out the avocado yeah. and mac and cheese. I don't, I don't think that would work. Um, I did have the other day, I had macaroni and cheese with meatballs to get it like with um, meatballs and marinara on top. It was so good. Whoa. I mean, I guess why am I surprised that it's good? Like cheesy Mac with, with, uh, with yeah. meatballs, but it, it was really delicious. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll have that. to try this. Yeah, I don't but know. No avocado. Mean. Yeah, no avocado. <laughs> so funny. if you notice, it's kind of funny. My recipe for rescuing Harmony Ranch is turkey sliders, turkey and macaroni and cheese sliders. Yeah. So it's actually like a turkey sandwich with macaroni and cheese on it, which are two of my favorite things. So uh, it worked good. out perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. What is your favorite go-to date night activity? If you're going out and doing something, uh, the movies, probably I love the movies. I love oh. going to the movies so much. And I, I love watching movies at home, but I love going to the movies. I love sitting in the chair. I mm-hmm. love eating the popcorn. I love the big screen. Like Me too. I love the previews. <laughs> like when the movie's ready to start, I'm just sitting there. Oh my gosh. Do you remember like 
maybe you're not as huge a Harry Potter fan as I am, but I mean, when Harry Potter came to the big screen and I was sitting in the seat for the first time and it yeah. came up, it was just, I started crying. It was like so magical. So yeah. I love the movies. Yeah. I'm a film critic, so I'm with you there hundred oh. percent. Uh, that's what I do for my other job. I, uh, I love going to the movies. I just saw yesterday or Monday, I saw um, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, finally oh. after waiting for two years you know all these years and yeah. I, it was outstanding it's oh i was gonna say you gotta it see it in the theater in imax if possible it was oh. an incredible i was like gripping the hand rests like nice. <laughs> it was so tense <laughs> well we're gonna way. see downton abbey this weekend oh, so, so good i I'm so excited for Downton Abbey. And okay, so we if since we both love movies, we have to talk about the Lost City. Can we talk about the Lost City? For oh, a minute? Yeah, have you so seen fun. the Lost City? Yeah, yeah, that was just so much fun. And <laughs> as a romance writer, particularly, yeah. my girlfriend and I went to see it. And then I've seen it twice. I saw it with my husband at home too. Uh-huh. But I was just, I almost couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, I <laughs> cracked up at that movie. It was so funny. And the, the only thing is I, I wish they hadn't, uh, I wish they kept Brad Pitt in the movie longer. He was so oh, yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. I agree. Yes. Yeah. And that I think really Dana good. Radcliffe makes a pretty good villain. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a surprise, but he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Which do you prefer, dogs or cats? Dogs. Yeah. Um, oh, I shouldn't say that. So my son has a cat. So we have uh-huh. a cat living with us now. Um, so I do like cats. Cats scare me a tiny bit um, because they're mm-hmm. just so unpredictable. You just don't know what they're going to do. But I, yeah. I do love dogs, and dogs show up in every single one of my books has a dog in it. Um, and some of them are patterned after my own dogs and some of them. Yeah. And a lot of my books have a goat in them too. So, ah, okay. Uh, beaches or mountains? Oh gosh. Well, I live in the mountains in the middle of the United States. So I'm very landlocked here. So I love, love, love going to the beach and I love snorkeling so, so much. Um, so I love the beach. But I guess my heart is in the mountains because that's where I live. All right. Uh, What's your favorite holiday to celebrate? Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Christmas. I'm a Christmas baby. So I was born a few days before Christmas and they brought me to my mom. I was a C-section baby. So they brought me to my mom in a stocking. Oh my gosh. That's adorable. Uh, It's hard to beat Christmas because Christmas is a whole season as opposed to yeah. the other holidays that it most are like a week, usually, you know, yeah. just one day. So, and I love 4th of July. Like I I'm mm. very patriotic. I love, I have a bazillion red, white, and blue flag clothes and, um, I love fireworks. Oh, I love fireworks so much. So 4th <laughs> of July and I play volleyball yeah. in the summer. I'm a volleyball girl. So oh, yeah, I play a summer league volleyball. And so 4th of July, we, every year there's big, day at the pool and I'm playing a volleyball tournament all day and then I get to watch fireworks that night and we get to barbecue and it's just kind of the perfect day cool all right last question what is your favorite hallmark or romantic movie oh gosh um tough oh that is hard um oh gall 
I don't know. Off the top of my head, I was thinking Lake House is super romantic. The Notebook is always like super romantic. Um, you like the kind of the weepers, huh? Yeah. Well, oh, you know what? I would say probably Dirty Dancing. Oh my gosh, I yeah. love Dirty Dancing for yeah, the romance. So, so good. let's just go back a little bit to as old as I am and Dirty. Dirty dancing, I think was- dirty dancing is actually kind of underappreciated. I mean, I think people kind of dismiss it as, oh, it's like a, a silly movie, but it actually covers some pretty deep, dark topics. Yeah. If you think about it, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a coming of age story more than it, it is even a romance. Oh yeah, it totally is. But I loved the romance between yeah. them. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I'm that one too. I'm terrible at trying to pick favorites just because that's a good a good favorite a good choice (laughs) there's so many there's so many yeah well you did it you answered all the questions (laughs) good yes and uh really enjoyed the book uh and uh hope people will check it out when is it available so it comes out june 26th and I'll tell you, this is the book that Stacy and I, that she asked for in, you know, when we got out of that elevator scene and, mm-hmm. um, it just took a little bit longer after rescuing Harmony Ranch or when I was writing it or after it came out or something, I think they got a new somebody in management who wanted cowboys. And I was like, Whoa, well, I just happen to have this cowboy story for you. So I think sometimes things just have to happen in their own time and cowboy ever after really happened and is really here. And, um, I really am crossing my fingers and hoping that they pick it for a movie. So that would be <laughs> great. I think and it would it be fun. Be wouldn't that, I think, wouldn't that be a fun movie? Yeah. And I, I think you got to get Kevin McGarry oh, for, yeah. for Luke. Don't you agree? Sure. I think yeah. he would be perfect. I also, I like, um, I really like Chad Michael Murray. I think he's so cute. I like Tyler Hines. I, I, I don't know. I think yeah, I mean, of- I mean, I love Tyler. Uh, I have a hard time with Chad. I have a hard time picturing him as like a rugged cowboy. Uh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Kevin McGarry's been on Heartland, and When Calls the Heart, he he can definitely. He that's be- true. And I'm a huge Heartland, a huge, huge, huge Heartland. Oh, really? Fan. Yeah. Which is so funny because I think that Ty is the cutest, cutest, cutest ever. Like, I just think Ty is so cute, but uh-huh. I at one point realized, I think that I need to um, accept my age because the guy that I think is the cutest on that show is the dad, is Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you realize you're getting older when you're like, oh, well, the dad is really cute. <laughs> Big Chris Potter fan there, are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's funny. Yeah, we we're, we've been recapping Heartland for the on the podcast uh, as we started in oh. the pandemic, and we're we're almost finished season eleven. So, so is that uh, the brand new? I didn't realize there was a brand new season until like two weeks ago. So I haven't oh, actually yeah, seen the new the brand, season. Brand new. The new season is season fifteen, and then they're going to oh. be filming a season sixteen. Uh, oh, but yeah. uh, but we're behind. Um, and so we're just, we're just going to be, by the time this airs, we'll be well into season 12. Um, and, uh, (laughs) someday we'll finish. (laughs) Well, Uh, it's kind of sad. Like you, oh, you think, oh, I you know, you're so excited to watch it. And then, then it actually ends. And I didn't know when it ended and all of a sudden it got to the end and, you know, you watch that last show and it comes up like another show starting instead of the next heart. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
so I'm, uh, it is the little show that keeps on going I, oh, I guess so they'll good. just keep it's making so it they'll keep making it until amber's tired of it i guess oh uh, well i hope they do because i yeah. love it it's really good. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. We really appreciate it. And where oh, can so people fun. find you on social media? All that fun stuff. Um, where can they find me? Yeah. Which is oh, social, uh, like your Twitter. Jenny Marks Books is my um, Facebook page. Um, I have a, a reader group called Jenny's Page Turners, um, which my cozy mystery series is the Page Turners. And so, um, and my Twitter handle is at Jenny Marks and jennymarts.com um great and i'm j-e-n-n-i-e and marts with an s not a z so right yeah and uh if for people are listening let us know what you think about the books if you get a chance to read them we'd love to hear your thoughts and we'll have an affiliate link in the description that you can you can purchase the book and uh make sure that you're following the podcast on homeworkies pod and homeworkies podcast all over social media and if you are listening on itunes please leave your ratings and reviews that helps us so much and if you're watching on youtube please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel we appreciate that so much we also have our patron group and merch store so check that out we'll have all the information in the description you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please take a look there. And uh, thanks so much, Jenny. I really appreciate it. And we'll have to talk again when your next book comes out. (laughs) Absolutely. Bye, everyone.